Hi, and welcome to Pure Camp. I'm your host, Daniel Schrader, here to take you through yet another piece of my camp collection. Today, let's talk about a work of exquisite, hilarious, unintentional camp, the Ecce Homo. Or really, the work of art that resulted when Cecilia Jimenez, who is an elderly parishioner at a church in Spain, boldly attempted to restore this deteriorating work without any proper training. You might be more familiar with it as Monkey Jesus. Originally painted around 1930, the Ecce Homo features the bust of a white Jesus looking up to the left and wearing a crown of thorns, your standard Christian iconography, something you'd expect to see in any house of worship. It was painted directly on the wall of the church, and so was subject to a fair amount of wear, which led our friend Cecilia to grab her paintbrush and get to work. What resulted was an utter failure, and a brilliant work of camp. Most of us became aware of this work in 2012, when everybody on the internet started laughing at the so-called monkey Jesus, because Cecilia's work looked strikingly more like a Planet of the Apes-style savior than any Christ we'd seen before. The crown of thorns and pained look were obliterated, replaced with a brown circle around the head and soulless pinprick eyes staring into the distance. The mouth, now not much more than a smudge, would look more at home on a Picasso than any work of Catholic artistry. Any sort of depth was flattened as Cecilia tried to rework his tunic, and she even added a whole bottom scroll section that didn't exist in the original. From an artistic perspective, this failure is horrifying. But when it comes to camp, nothing could be better. One of the most misunderstood rules of camp, if there are any actual rules and not just like vibes, is saying that something is camp because it is bad. As I've said before, camp isn't about good or bad. It's often much more about intent. The reason this functions so beautifully in the realm of camp is Cecilia's pure overconfidence and determination. She just knew she could pull off the restoration of a work by a professional artist without any of the artistic skills necessary to complete such a task. She attacked her canvas without fear and failed, but the failure was never her intention. She went in not trying to make a very bad thing, so when the very bad thing emerged, it became camp. If she'd approached her project, planning on disfiguring it and making it ugly, perhaps as a commentary on how distorted modern Christianity has become, it could never ascend to that camp status, because her intent would have been the badness. Instead, her reckless fearlessness transcended the bad and presented us with something rich in its own realm of overreading. With an awareness of the restorer's ignorance, we can consider the work in a number of ways, like as a depiction of the failure of man, or the unattainability of divinity, or even just a lesson in confidence. Camp adores the bad because of its attempt to be good. It wants us to take bold chances and liberate ourselves from the fear of failure, because even if everything goes wrong, we can just pop on our camp-tented lenses and bask in its glory. And I guess that's it for this week. My lesson in the seriously unserious. I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our camp journey. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any questions or are looking at something and wondering, is that camp? 
shoot me a message on Twitter at roughshrade, that's S-C-H-R-A-D-E, or send me an email at roughshrade at gmail.com. Please subscribe and leave a review if you'd like. And remember, the only things that matter are those that simply don't matter at all.